allergies. I swear. Yo, yo, yo. What's goody? Uh, everything is good in the hood. How are you? Good. I'm all right. My allergies over here trying to clown me. Got my mm. eyes burning and stuff. Yeah, I want you to be great. I see. So it's all gloomy outside. It's been a gloomy day all day. I'm like, oh my God. Mercury, go away. I swear. Let me tell you how I feel like I need to completely regroup. Like, so for people that don't know, if you've been listening, you probably do. Um, I started a new job and it's a travel job. So I started in Houston and I've been back in Dallas this week and then I'll be in California every week for the rest of the year. But um, ever since I've been in Houston, I just have not been getting my sleep schedule is just off. Like I just it doesn't matter. Like I can come home and be exhausted when I get home. But for whatever reason, it's like I'm going to see two o'clock in the morning. It's like me and two o'clock in the morning have just made ourselves comfortable with one another. And bitch, I'm not even like tired. I just feel like I definitely my body's longing for more sleep. And I don't know if that's got to do with Mercury or who, but bitch, somebody <laughs> needs to give it up because I'm ready to get back to like being in the swing of things. And it's only going to get worse as I start flipping and flopping between these time zones. Time zones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you Ugh. have to come to the East Coast? So I really, really thought that I was going to end up being in New York because they have um, basically from how it's looking there, like some branches in Oklahoma not Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oregon, New York, California, like where they do a lot of the audits. I very well could end up being East, but um, I won't know until the, later on because as of right now, they have my schedule through like the end of the year and like the first week in January. Okay. Yeah. See, in May, I left here, went to... Oh, my eyes are burning. I left no. here went to, or not even May, in April, I left here, went to Wisconsin for a few weeks, and then I flew down to um, Dallas, and then I ended up in Vegas for a few days, and then I ended up in LA for a few days, and I Mm. tell you what, going into the Pacific Standard Time Zone, oh my god, my body was all over the place. I remember being at at Amina's house and I was sitting there and we were like strategizing and whatever and it was 9 o'clock and I'm like oh my god it's past my bedtime I'm ready to go to sleep (laughs) but you are not the only person who has been experiencing these backwards sleep patterns me and my mom was talking about it last night and I was telling her how how my sleep sleep pattern has been off like I was up super early today and went to sleep late. I went to sleep probably about two or three last night and then got back up around five or six and laid back down and meditated and got up at seven and did day trading and got into my my, um, inbox and started responding to some people. I feel like 10 people are going to hit me up like, oh, my God, my sleep schedule has been off, too. Like, it's definitely something going on with this period of time because I've been talking to a few other people like that, too, fam. Let me ask you, because I we haven't talked about it for a while, and I know that I have completely slacked off lately, and this is just random and off the cuff. Have you been meditating lately? That's all I've been doing. 
I've been meditating a whole lot lately, like nonstop. That's all I've been doing. Like I do more meditating than I do sleeping. <laughs> I really, really, really need to get back into that. Like I feel that if for, for whatever reason, it's like I don't think that you know, it was, I had gotten to the point as to where it was like, okay, I'm zen and I'm at peace and I just feel this euphoric sense of being and my life is so much better. Like, I don't think that was what it was, but I definitely feel that as far as how I respond to things, um, my level of reflection, um, being more open and present and aware, being able to express myself more clearly and freely and being more patient and not so reactionary. Like during the time that I was doing it consistently, I definitely feel like those things were majorly impacted and yeah, I need to get back into it. Cause lately, bitch, I'll be having attitude <laughs> and anybody that knows me knows <laughs> that it doesn't take a lot for that to happen. But it's like a lot of times when I say it, I'm being playful. Like lately it's been like every little thing, like, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I try not to put other people in the place of my issues and, like, trying to blame people for shit. But, like, people have been getting on my fucking nerves, fam. And I have a feeling that if I were to just jump right back in, and that's the thing I always tell myself I need to or I'm going to or I want to, and then I just never do. Like, if I just jump back in, like, I feel like I'll be in such a better mental and emotional state because I've been all over the place lately. Like, people have been bugging me oh why y'all so aggy like for real Let folks be having you fucked up huh fam so fast and bitch the number one you know who because bitch all my motherfucking nerves yeah we just talked about how people been having me messed up we ain't gonna go into detail on, on what that what that was because we had a pre-podcast podcast y'all y'all don't even okay. understand listen we were supposed to be recording a whole hour ago hour and a half ago <laughs> Yeah, which is it's so crazy. Chris had asked me, he was just like, Do you have anything to, to vent about? And I'm like, No. And then I started venting. <laughs> and I'm laughing the whole time because I'm like, the bitch, I just asked you, did you have anything to vent about? And like, here we are 45 minutes later, and this <laughs> this man that went in. He was I like, well, him, that was between us, not for the podcast. Definitely not for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But I, I was going to ask you, do you feel like there's some type of me time when you're meditating that helps you um, make it through your day or make it through your night? Like, do you feel like meditating actually helps you? I do. Um, I think that I like the idea of, and this is and this is how I had to explain it to my friend Kevin, I think that hey Kevin, I know. Hey Kevin, who has my dog now? For everybody who's wondering what's going on with Miko, Miko is in Jackson with Kevin. So I feel that for me, meditation is me taking time away from the rest of my day and devoting it to myself. Whereas in any other moment of the day, I might have to respond to a text message. I might have to answer a phone call. I might have to reply to an email. I may be doing something in other ways that are beneficial to other people or to the world or even to myself. But it's really me taking however much five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever the period of time that I allot myself to really just disappear from the rest of the world and devote that time specifically to me. 
and it's just me sitting in silence. Sometimes, you know, whether there be chanting involved, whether there be music playing, whether there be sounds playing, whether it's guided or non-guided, it's really just me taking time to devote to myself. And I can honestly say the way that it does make my day better, it makes me feel good knowing that I'm giving myself that time. I've really been working lately on being kinder to myself and showing myself more grace and being more compassionate towards myself. Because I feel like in a lot of instances, it's so easy for us to do that with other people. We can, you know, consider how other people might mess up. We can consider how other people might have made a mistake. We can forgive other people for the things that they do. We can, you know, say a kind word to another person when it comes down to the things that they're going through. But when it comes to us, it's like we're so hard on ourselves. We're so quick to beat ourselves up and to just tear ourselves down. And it's just like, hey, as much as you can give to another person in regard to grace and kindness and mercy and forgiveness and compassion, you can give all of those things to yourself and you should want to give all of those things to yourself. That's how you build yourself up. That's how you keep yourself uplifted. That's how you keep yourself protected during hard times is by like taking a minute to be nice to yourself. And I really feel like that's one of my greatest acts of self-care is just taking that little time. Um, sometimes it's meditation. Sometimes, fam, I'll go and get a massage and a facial. Sometimes I might want to pop out the bubble bath and light some candles. Sometimes, bitch, I might sit in here on a Saturday and want to drink me a bottle of wine. Whatever it is, like, these are things that I'm doing for myself in dedication to myself. But because beyond those moments, I'm so on go giving of myself to so many other people, places, and things. That's why I don't really have the opportunity to do that. And I know I'm not alone in that. So many people share in that narrative. And it's draining. Oh, it's draining. Uh, why absolutely. Do you, do, you, do you know why why it's so hard for you to get yourself on a routine? I always say this, and it's so funny because when I think about it, I think that the reason that it's true is because I believe it. And the moment I change the way that I believe about it, it'll be different and better and I'll have such a better life about it. But my excuse for everything in life is that I'm lazy, fam. And I hate that because I've become so in tune with that story that I've told myself my whole life. I've become so accustomed to that thought process that like, yeah, I'm just, I'm lazy. I'm not as driven as other people. I'm not as ambitious or determined like, I like to do enough to make things flow well, but to go above and beyond or to work really hard or to put forth a lot of extra effort and energy, like as long as I can make it through the day and be able to lay down and get me enough sleep to not be falling on my face. Like even this, like, so this week alone, is so funny because this week alone, like, bitch, I come here every day and I throw these motherfucking clothes on this floor when I get off of work. And it's only Tuesday. You should see my floor. <laughs> We've seen those. We we have pictures of your bathroom, Whitney. <laughs> like you should see, <laughs> you should see my floor. Like legit. Like it's like clothes on the floor. Like I mean, I I clean up behind myself in the sense of like I ain't got garbage all over the place. But like, fam, I literally like have been doing enough to get through the workday, 
drive home in traffic, come in here and do whatever I can before I got to go to bed and get up and do the same thing tomorrow. And it's you're right. It is draining. And it's like for me, everything in improving for myself is about structure and order and organization. Like once I map everything out and put everything in place, I feel like I can start moving. But I've been going in so many different directions lately as to where I feel like things are so out of whack. I'm I'm in and out of a suitcase and I'm, you know, here and there and I'm doing this and doing that and I'm switching jobs and it's just, it's a lot, fam. But I'm going to pull it together because I'm a badass bitch. I get it. It's, at least you're honest and very transparent about it because if you think about it, a lot of people say that they don't have time for stuff. Like, you didn't say you don't have time. Mm-hmm. That you're just lazy. That's I get it, it at all. That's not it at all. Because, like, realistically speaking, I do. <laughs> like, I get off work. So, so I'm like, today, I think I was home by 5.30. Or even if I wasn't here, like, moving forth in the new position, I'll be back in my hotel room by 5.30. So, you know, let's say if I wanted to give myself 8 to be fair, I don't have to be at work until 9. I could sleep from 11 to 7, which means that I have from 5.30 to 11 o'clock to do anything that I would want or need to do in the evening, which I ain't got no man. I ain't got no kids. My dog in Mississippi, like, I literally am the only person that I have to tend to. I can feed myself. I can wash these nuts. I can find me something to, you know, devote my time to it that entertains me. I could have company. I could have a conversation with a friend. I could read a book. I can meditate. I can pray. I can journal. Bitch, the gym right outside my door. Let me tell y'all how trifling I am. <laughs> Let me tell y'all how trifling I am. First of all, and bitch, you know. <laughs> no, I just heard Planet, Planet <laughs> Fitness. Planet Fitness takes $23 out of my bank account every single month. And they finna try to get their annual fee. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna dispute it. But they um, take $23 out of my account every single month. And I never go. And then on top of not going to them, I am in an apartment right now where when I walk out of my door and to my immediate right, there's a gym right outside my door. I ain't got no excuse. And COVID really isn't in it anymore because I, you know, I can put on my mask and take me some with some things in there under my cabinet, Jesus, Clorox disinfectant wipes and, you know, Lysol or paper towels or whatever I want to do and make it do what it do. It's just... Oh, like, and it's not even the thought of it. It's not even the thought of it. It's about putting forth the action and putting effort behind the thought because the thought is amazing. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to the gym every day this week and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But to be perfectly honest as well, I've learned for myself and, you know, being kinder to me and some people are going to be like, nigga, that's some bullshit. But in being kinder to myself, I have told myself Like, there are several things that at the beginning of the year that I was doing, you know, I was getting up every morning and I would journal and I would meditate and I would pray and I would stretch and I would, you know, do something physical and I would make tea and I would eat breakfast. There were all these things that I wanted to incorporate into my day. Then I would get off and I would go to the gym and I would come home and I would eat and I would shower and I would meditate and I would pray and I would do push-ups and all these different things. And it got to the point as to where it's like, okay, you're trying to create too many habits at one time. You're trying to take on too many different like life-changing events at one time. Like, Give yourself some grace and start off slow. So now, every single day, fam, 
I answer a question in my five year question a day journal and I read one daily scripture and I've been doing that since January the 1st and we are October the 12th and I do those two things every day and if I put you know if it if it can if I feel so compelled to do something different then I do it and if I don't I tell myself not to beat myself up about it because it's okay I can say bitch I ain't walking around here 300 pounds yet so as long as, long as the gym's still right there I think I'm okay <laughs> but you know it's just like it's it's what's real so yeah you being honest I just started um so the other night I had saged all my crystals or cleaned them and charged them whatever mm. either way and <clears throat> I've started this program called uh, Midas Manifestation so if he's got like all these different programs in here for you like cleansing your chakras activating your chakras um strengthen them all types of different stuff in there um and so I started using it before I had charged my crystals. And so I'm like, let me charge these crystals and see what I can do with these crystals while I'm meditating. And so I took the crystals and I put them on, put certain crystals on my chakras. And I had learned this new technique and it's the four second inhale, four second exhale and it's so crazy. I've never been able to move my energy the way I've been able to move it lately. But lately, I've been able to move my energy from the crown of my head to the root. Mm. It's been like a really, um, I don't even know how to describe the experience. It's not a scary, scary experience, but it's like, it has you in, in awe. Yes, it's like um, one of the one of the uh, recordings mentioned bringing it, bringing the energy to your belly, or bringing it to your heart, or bringing it to your head. And I'm like, wait, how am I doing this? Like, how am I doing this? And then I'm feeling like this. It's like a rush. Like when you're pull, pulling it through your body, it's like you feel like. If you've ever been connected to an IV, you know how you feel that. I know you've been connected. I said, but you know, I know. I'm, I'm talking to the <laughs> So if you've ever been connected to an IV, you know how that fluid shoots through your body and you can feel it shooting through your body. Yeah. That's how that energy was feeling like throughout my whole body. And I'm like. Because you're focused. This is crazy. But it's been, it's been really good for me. Like every day, that's all I've been doing. Like. I'll get my crystals, put them on certain chakras because I have a few chakras that are really weak. But surprisingly, like my heart chakra is open and it's another one that's open. And then I got a few weak ones and then my third eye is uh, closed. So I'm working on opening that completely up. And I feel like I'm getting there because I've been like having visions and um. I had seen a spiritual, I was telling my mom this the other day, I had seen a spiritual advisor a couple of years ago when my baby brother had passed away. And when I went to see her, she like was telling me all this different stuff. Like the guy I was dating, she was saying how he was distant, but she had seen a bed and she's seen 
she's seen a connection, but she's seen the communication starting to starting to lack. Like, so she like prepared me for my breakup, and I didn't even realize it. So she's just like, you know, I see communication starting to lag, but she said, I see a bed. She's like, but I see distance, and I'm like, well, he lives he lives down south, and I'm like, we Facetime before we go to bed, so that's probably what why you're seeing the bed. So your facial expression got me cracking. What? <laughs> I'm just listening. This is, all, this is all new to me. I never told you about this. No, I'm lying. <laughs> I was about to say, fam. So we're sitting there talking, and that's like the first thing she brought up, and I never told her about him. So I was just like, wait a minute, like what is happening? So. We get to talking, and she's just like, Lonnie, I really want you to start start stepping out. And I'm just like, what do you mean stepping out? She's like, I'm not saying... Ladies, leave your man at home. (laughs) That's pretty much what she was saying. (laughs) She was just like, you know, if it's a one-night stand, cool, just tell him. I'm just like, I don't know if that's me. Like, I I wouldn't be able able to... I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. Yeah, 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 whatever. So, she's just like, you need to have fun. You need to get out and meet people because... I don't know if he's the one. She's like, I'm not saying that he doesn't love you. And I'm not saying that you don't love him. But I don't know if he's the one. And so I'm just like, okay, I got it. And so we got into, bam, this blew me. I didn't even think about this till the other day. We got into what my purpose is. And she was just like, you're supposed to be a counselor. She's like, I don't know what kind of counselor, but you're supposed to be a counselor. And she was like, once you once you decide to take and be successful. She's like, I feel like whatever you do, you're gonna be successful, but you're really gonna be successful as whatever type of counselor you're supposed to be. I'm a financial counselor. So and I never really thought about that up until this past weekend. Like this past weekend was the first time that I actually sat in the house and really thought and really didn't do anything like the past few months I've been on the go like nonstop. whether it's people in town whether it was birthdays whether I'm out of town it's just been a lot of stuff going on so this weekend was like really refreshing to me even though I was working most of the weekend so she had mentioned that my ancestors had came to her and she was mentioning how they were really beautiful Indians and they were telling her that I wasn't supposed to be there. And if my family had ever found out that I was, you know, talking with her, they would be upset. Well, now they know. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. I never even thought about it, fam. Like after that conversation that we had, we talked maybe two or three times. And once I moved here, I tried to get in touch with her to do a virtual, a virtual call. And she didn't respond back to me. She opened my message and didn't respond back to me. So I'm thinking like, okay, maybe she got busy, didn't see it. So she opened it again after I had sent her another message and didn't respond back to me. She didn't accept my friend request. She made a whole new Facebook page. So I'm like, maybe she's avoiding me because my ancestors told her that she wasn't supposed to be talking to me. So I'm just like, I'm just going to leave her alone. But this past Friday, um, several people reached out to me and were, were telling me how, how I've helped them out of situations that they've been in and they've been super quiet about it. And I'm like, I don't even know these people. But it just, like, really had, like, I'm getting emotional about it. It, like, really, it really made me feel good on the inside. Like, 
dang, like people are watching me and I'm not really, I'm not really seeing it. And it was like this one lady, she was just like, you don't even understand. Like you really helped me out of a, a dark, a dark place. And she's like, I really love you. I don't even know you. And she's just like, you've been really inspiring me to do better. And she's like, I'm getting ready to make some stuff happen just off of your energy. And she's just like, whatever you whatever you decide to do in life, just know that you're going to soar. And I'm just like, whoa, like, this is crazy. And I think I had sent you the message of the lady who told me that God was about to start revealing things to me. Yeah, I remember. And um, when she had sent that to me, Angie, Angie had texted me, I want to say the day before. And she was just like, a lot of things are about to start being revealed to you. And I, um, a couple of weeks ago, so when we had recorded our other podcast, nobody got to hear all this because my my end was messed up. <laughs> so um, when we were recording it, I was telling telling Chris how um, it was a Monday, a Monday or Tuesday, and I had woke up and I had went and ate some watermelon because I had watermelon in the refrigerator because my my best friend Jaleesa was in town. Hey, Jaleesa. Hey, boo. In town, and she had. She, we had got watermelon for her while she was here. And so I had made me a plate of watermelon. You know, watermelon isn't common to have in the house, right? So I ate a, ate a plate of watermelon for breakfast. And an hour later, I'm talking to one of my mentees. And I was telling her how I felt. And I was just like, I got a, a slight headache. And she's just like, eat some watermelon. I'm just like, eat some watermelon? I'm like, are you watching me? She's like, what do you mean? I said, I just had watermelon like an hour ago. And I was just like, I didn't even know anything about watermelon helping with with the headache. So I'm just like, that is so crazy. So then I'm talking to a business partner and I mentioned someone's name. And that same exact person, right after I said their name, they text me. I hadn't talked to her in over a month. So that had really like shook me up. So then a couple of hours later, my mentor, I was talking to my mentor and one of my mentees, which is my business partner, which is also my auntie. Hey, Angie. Hey, Jade. So I'm talking to them and Jade and her husband just qualified for their um, $600 allowance for their vehicle from our company. So they just bought a, BM, a brand new BMW. And so I'm talking to them about it and, you know, congratulating her, letting her know I'm proud of her and, you know, so much success headed her way, whatever. So I tell her, I'm like, you know, my, due to my finances, like I did a, like a budget breakdown and I'm like, okay, what I'm thinking is maybe I'll sell my car and rent cars until I move into my place and until I qualify for the R&R club with our company. So... They're like, yeah, that, that'll be a great idea. And so I'm just like, I think so too. It'll like really help me save, save more money. And so that night, one of my friends flew into town. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to come see you. So I get, I got in my car. And mind you, when I dropped Jaleesa off at the airport, I'm driving to the airport and my car started stuttering. I'm just like, wait a minute, is it bad gas? You know how we do. We always think it's gas. So I'm thinking it's the bad gas. I'll run the gas out and then I put put some more gas in there. And so I get in the car and I'm headed to see my friend and I get off the ramp. And as soon as I got off the ramp and start accelerating, 
my engine felt like it just like dropped out the bottom of my car. So I'm like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. And luckily, the ramp that I got off of was like right in front of another ramp. So I'm just like, let me just go back to the house. The engine light had came on. Like I kept checking the pressure and stuff, trying to make sure that the vehicle wasn't being over or it wasn't overheating or whatever. And so I get back home and I'm just like, wait a minute. I just spoke on how I'm thinking about selling this car. Like, what am I doing? Like, what's happening? Where's this energy coming from? And so I got back to the house and um, everything was cool or whatever. So just that whole week was really weird to me. Like I was talking, talking stuff into existence and it was just like blowing me. And I'm like, why is stuff reversing? Like some of the stuff was reversing and I'm like, this is not what I said earlier. Like (laughs) (laughs) what's happening? But like, I really, I really been enjoying the four second, this four second inhale and the four second exhale because that's been like really taking me to a level where I'm calming myself down and normally situations don't get to me. But this past week, I've been kind of shaky with people, especially after I had talked to the lady that didn't even know me. And she was telling me that things were about to start being revealed to me a little bit more. And she's like, the, some of the people that I'm close to are, aren't as close to me as I think they are. So it like really like opened my eyes coming from somebody that don't know me and then it coming from somebody that I know, it just like shook me up because I have been paying attention to certain things lately. So it's been like, okay, so I've got two confirmations. When is this third confirmation going to come or is it just going to be them pulling pulling the game in front of me and that just end up being my third confirmation but i really like this how this is flowing like <laughs> i was just gonna tell you and i didn't want to cut you off at all fam but i just so randomly got a notification on facebook and you had just said something about ajaya earlier when i opened my facebook a jazz right here on my Facebook. And then <laughs> when I tell you this girl is so freaking gorgeous. Yes. Hey, she is so beautiful. I, I can't stand it. I love a Jaya. Like she is like the goat. And when I say the goat, I mean the goat. Like Ugh. I want to be just like her when I grow up. Ugh. She is everything. <laughs> I live. Yep, she just went out to Columbia to get her teeth done. I'm like, oh, your teeth look amazing. Come on, Ajaya. I didn't even yes. notice that. Yes. And I mean, you know how you looking at somebody else, you don't see what what their issue is with themselves? Because I honestly thought that Ajaya was, I've always thought Ajaya was gorgeous. Makeup, no makeup, just freaking gorgeous to me. But, you know, we all have our insecurities with things or we just really want to enhance things. And so me being me, I'm just, if that's what makes you happy, do it. Because I'm going to do the same thing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So period. Interestingly, um, I was just telling Jeremy about how proud I am of him. He uh, just got back from Columbia getting some veneers, fam. And I was just telling him how proud I am for going after everything that he wants because he had gone on live last night and he was talking about how 
a lot of negative people had just been kind of in his comments, like coming down on him. And you know how people who want to convince you that you should do and think and feel and act and be like them, like, why yeah. don't you love the this that God gave you? And why would you spend so much money? And why would you go out there and let them folks do this and do that? It's like, people have the right to do whatever they want to do. And it's like, if you feel like you're going to make a decision that's going to improve your quality of life, that's going to bring you about happiness, that's going to make you feel better about what you see when you look in the mirror, damn it, do it. Like, why not? Especially if you can afford to do it, if it's illegal, if you're not hurting anybody else in the process, but do whatever you want to do. Because honestly, at the end of the day, that's about how you feel about you. Exactly. If that's what's going to complete you, then do it. I, I've always been been there with with pretty much everything. Um, I would love to flip some scripture about some shit. God didn't say nothing about no plastic surgery. Ho. Go sit down. You're going to try to make me feel bad. You're going to make me feel bad about something that I want to do. I want to do this. It ain't none of your business. Exactly. <laughs> it's none of your business. Just let me do what I'm going to do. What I'm doing, it, do, it don't affect you. <laughs> but mm-hmm. congratulations to you, Jeremy, on all of your success. I see. Definitely. Definitely. Love me some Jeremy. Ooh. Bitch, I want one of them what you got. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> You know, I try to stick away from my wine during the week because she's not conducive with my getting up in the morning lifestyle. Fam, no, um, no adult beverage is is gift. <laughs> Honestly, I'm start, uh, starting to have to back off of the the twisted tea. I thought I had found me a new drink, y'all. It don't get me too drunk. It don't get me. It don't have me hungover, but. Lately, I've, I've only been able to drink like half of a can and I have to put it down. Be like, oh no, you won't get me. I guess that's why they call it twisted. <laughs> I sat in here on Saturday and now I'm telling my business. I sat in here on Saturday after having made plans. Like, I had to go get Reginald. We were supposed to be getting together with Chris. We were all supposed to have actually gone out on Saturday night. Uh, and it's so funny because I sat my grown ass in here. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to drink me some wine. Got the bottle. Got one of my big wine glasses from out of the cabinet. Filled it up. It was like, mm, there's only a swallow left in the container. <laughs> drank that. And before I knew it, I sat on FaceTime and drank a whole bottle of wine. And baby was in here damn near laid out. This body is not the same as it used to be, baby. I promise you it's not. We Let me tell you something. <laughs> we just been talking. Eight said nothing about what we talking about, what the title of the podcast episode is. <laughs> we have literally, since we have been out here, just been talking. Yeah, y'all. how it's supposed to be. We didn't know. We didn't know this. This wasn't even our topic, y'all. <laughs> Let me tell you. So to everybody that's listening, thank y'all as always. And I know I'm super late. No, I thank y'all from the beginning. But baby, me and my best friend had to go, and when. <laughs> When the university had moved, we had to move with it. But um, we're so glad that y'all are here and that you're listening. And we're going to keep on chatting. So, you know, that's it. But I was going to say, it's so funny because, you know, I had called your brother before we got on. And I was asking him, really being messy, but I was asking him what we should talk about. And he suggested the first thing he talked about was a uh, black excellence because you know for y'all that don't know we always have and we've said this before we always have a lineup and then we'll get to the week of and it'd be like mm, 
let's talk about something else. <laughs> but we ended up, I ended up calling him and he was like black excellence. And then he suggested um, the club. And I was like, well, you know, we really don't go to the club like that. He was like, I know. He was like, y'all can talk about, you know, the difference of, you know, how it was then and how it is now. And I get back on the phone with Lonnie and Lonnie was like, let's talk about the club, fam. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, it's like, you know, like, um, you know, how it's changed and how we feel about it now. And I was like, bitch, your faggot ass brother just said that <laughs> when I was on FaceTime with him right before we got on this podcast. I mean, right before we got on this call. I said, ain't that something? Let me stop. I love you, Skylar. But um, I really, really, really just want to touch on it because there's not a whole conversation to be had about it for me. Um, I never really, if I'll say it, to be honestly, to be honestly, Jesus, to be honest. So I'll say this. When I very, very first came out at 18, I did enjoy the club. It was new and it was different and it was exciting to be around so many other gay people having never experienced that. Um, it was nice to be out in crowds of people. It was fun to be in clubs with music and to be, you know, that kind of be my first experience with alcohol. I was drinking and I was going out and I was feeling myself and the vibe and the energy and it was all a really good time. Um, it very quickly died down for me um, a few for a few reasons. Uh, prides kind of killed the club for me. If you've been to one, you've been to a mall and you always know it'd be way too many people. And it's just, it's, it's a lot. Like, I don't have it for pride. But also, I think it got to the point, especially as I got older, like, and not even just where I am now, 37. But even prior to now, um, like 20s, like, I think I got to the point as to where I kind of put myself in the position to go too often and I got burnt out. So it was like, here I am going every weekend to this club, seeing, you know, a couple of new faces here and there because it'd be the same folks every weekend doing the same stuff. Especially if you're like from a smaller city and, you know, Jackson and Memphis aren't teeny tiny, but they're not as large as some other cities might be. And um, yeah, I got burnt out and it got to the point as to where I literally would have to either be surrounded by my whole crew and it'd just be like us into one another and not really paying attention to our surroundings to have a good time or I would have to be drunk out of my mind. And once I got, you know, once we started to grow up and everybody started to move into their different, you know, areas in the world, you know, that the crew wasn't there anymore. And then, you know, cancer and all the different things like getting drunk out of my mind isn't... <laughs> the same option as it used to be so now it's very like every time i set myself up to get excited about going i'm like you know it's been a good week or i had a long week or whatever the case may be i want to feel cute i want to be seen i want some you know to maybe bump into somebody cute and flirt or just to kind of you know be out somewhere with some nice music and with a nice vibe like every time that i set myself up to even get halfway excited to go I always, 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 Twitter be sick of me. <laughs> like, I always, always, always find myself, like, tweeting or texting somebody telling them, girl, I should stay my ass at home. I should have followed my first mind and stay my ass at home. Child, Selena Johnson said, R. Kelly needs real help, not jail. He needs to be in an asylum. 
We'll talk more about that on another episode that just randomly popped up I, on my feed. Remind me to ask you if you heard about uh, one of our friends once we get off of here. Okay. It's but I got you. But it's just, it's that's where it's at. Like, I'm just, I'm to the point now as to where I don't even know how to enjoy myself. And it's so funny because I've spoken to other people who are of a similar age range as me who said that they've start to, started to enjoy bars now. They're not necessarily fans of clubs, but they like to go to bars. But fam, I don't even enjoy that because to me, it's just a club without a dance floor. Literally. Like, even the lounge where we, I think when we were like, coming into 30 and we were thinking like okay this is the new grown and sexy vibe this is cute to get a little section and dress up and feel nice and do that like it's all trash throw the whole scene away but not to say that it's not beneficial to who those who are who it's beneficial for not to say that it can't be fun for those who it's fun for i think for me at this point I just exhausted myself on it and I don't know with the person that I am today how to even possibly enjoy myself. <laughs> you know I'm waiting. Well, the club scene just it, and it wasn't even pride for me cuz I think pride pride died down for me a long time ago. And yeah. I think I'm trying to think which pride had had took me to that point where it was just like, ugh, that's too much. Right. <laughs> too much for me. <laughs> I think the older you get, the more you just start to look at things. Like I was thinking about it the other day when I was going over my budget. I'm like, man, all the money I used to spend on drinks and mm-hmm. And shots, y'all. I can't do none of that no more. I can't drink or shot it down like I used to. Mm-hmm. I used to, we used to get it in. What was mm-hmm. it? Uh, Burnett's. <laughs> I used to mess up Jose Cuervo. I used to drink it all. Trash. And then throw the whole, throw the whole just, liberal away. I know <laughs> the whole thing away. And shoot, that one club used to let you drink wine coolers in there because that's all they could serve and. We won't say we won't say which club that is. Girl, but you know which club. They know, they know who they had an ABC license. <laughs> they know who they had an ABC license. There, I remember that time we had went there. Remember when I had came down there? I'm trying to think if that was was that the time I came in and didn't tell you I was actually coming. I can't remember. What are you talking about when you were growing your hair? Me, you, this was what, 2012. It was me, you. Did that come with us then? Or did I go up to. Maybe I had just got back from Pride in Atlanta with him, and then I think I might have flew to Mississippi from Memphis. I can't you know, I'm sorry, just because you mentioned his name and not to get you off your thought because we're going to go right back into that. But did I ever tell you that I used to love him? I remember. Like, fam, used to love him. And it's so crazy to me that I, like, didn't, like, you know, but you don't see me fawn over people before. But, like, it's so crazy that I, like, real life didn't fawn over him. But I used, like, ugh, used to love him. Everybody used to love Dylan. Everybody, Dylan. 
who is dialing? I'm like, wait a minute. I'll never forget this time me and Dylan had one to What's the, the acronym? P-T-D-O. What you talking about? I'm going to text it to you, bitch. I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> we have went to Atlanta. I'm thinking this was the same time I had came there. Came to, I think I had came, I came up. I, well, first of all, I went to Atlanta with him. And then I ended up riding back to Memphis with him. And then I ended up flying into Mississippi. And I feel like that was the weekend. It was me, you, Bernard, Reggie, and Jarrell. This is when Jarrell used to drink that damn, um, it was a rum. Uh, Bacardi? Uh-uh. Parrot Bay. Parrot Bay. Yeah, Parrot Bay. And, um... We had messed around and went out, y'all. I had showed my butt. I think I still got that video. Remember he had... Re- uh, was it Bernard? No, it wasn't. When you had, well, we were at the restaurant at Waffle no. House. So you had the bottle of ketchup, huh? No, we was in the car. We was in, this is when... Um, when Jarrell was driving the, the Camry. Oh, fam. I can't think of who was recording. It wasn't Bernard because of the way the video went. But Watch and Learn had, that Watch and Learn had just came out. I remember yeah. that. And we was all in the back seat. And I think he was in the front. And Jarrell, maybe Reggie was recording. Good a man. Because, oh my God, like, that night was so much fun. Like, that's one of the nights where I've had, I can remember having a good time at the club that we had went to. Like, I was I don't even think I was going out like that at that time. But when we had went out, I was just like, yes. But me and Dylan had went to Atlanta and um was hanging out at the mall and we had seen these guys there and <laughs> I just made your text message it just threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> PTDO. Yes, God. <laughs> And it's so Is funny because it took it took you a minute, and I bet you all the nasty hoes that's listening that I know gonna get it immediately. <laughs> I thought that you was trying to say. I thought you was gonna say PYT. I'm like, wait, pretty young thing. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, not that. But we had went we had went to the mall, and we had seen these fine dudes, and they kept looking at us. And Dylan was just like, "I'm about to go say something. Come on!" And I'm just like, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm gonna stay over here. I wait." <laughs> <laughs> at this time I wasn't really confident I was kind of just like I was really shy then like really shy and so he's just like no we finna go over there and Dylan was Dylan was so like he was so open and himself and that's what I loved about him just like he's just him and he don't care what nobody has to say and so we had went over there and we got to talking to them and we ended up hanging out with them and Dylan was talking to one and the one was talking to me and at first I'm kind of just like I don't know like he cute but I don't know if I like him like that and so we all leaving the mall and the one boy was just like you want to ride with me and he can ride with he can ride with Dylan and so I'm just like um <laughs> I don't know if that's the best of ideas after I done went left with um the left the club with the uh, old boy in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I'm in Atlanta, scared. Like I don't know if that's the best of ideas. 
Mm. So I ended up hopping in the car with him, got to know him, and cool dude. Like he wasn't trying to trying to um, push up on me or anything. And it's so crazy because the guy that that Dylan had connected with, like that is my homie. Like I'll never, I'll never forget how that whole time it seemed like he was making sure I was good and I don't know I never really got that vibe from any of the guys in Atlanta and like he was like trying to make sure that his friend was doing good and it just was crazy like we still talk to this day he's a fashion designer and got his own own shit going on I'm just like man I'm so proud of you for doing doing your thing very handsome guys though but um it didn't last long with the with the guy that that I had talked to. Like, we hung out a few nights, and nothing ever ever happened between us. If everybody is wondering, nothing ever happened between us. I wasn't that type of guy back then. I was kind of just mm-hmm. like, uh, I got to get to know you before before we sleep together. <laughs> Stay out his motherfucking business. Whoever listening, they wondering <laughs> what. But- that's just how I was back then. Like I need to know who you are before I sleep with you. I'm not gonna just sleep with you. And I mean, you I am a I'm bitch like that. But you know, there has been some slip ups. I mean, I won't say recently, but within the past five years, there have been five six years. There's been some slip ups where I've you know not really gotten to know a person and end up sleeping with them. Let me tell you what that just made me think about. Do you remember we were all together? It's it was some type of special occasion in Memphis. It might have been a pride, I don't know. But we were all together at some place that they wouldn't normally like, I'm gonna say like they normally have church <laughs> where a club would normally be. And we were out and we ended up drunk. And at it, it was years ago, fam. I had a black bear. And I had ended up drinking and I was at the back of the club so you might not have been there now that I'm thinking about it because I might have been on the phone with you but I was drinking and I was on my phone and I ended up dropping the phone and the back ended up coming off and somebody leaned down helped me pick it up and fam we just started making out I'm talking about like huh who I picked it up the boy and was helping me like you know because my phone had came apart and stuff and um and we had just started going in like it was so so crazy like i was just like damn i am really out here bitch for those that don't know for those that don't know or in case you missed it last week on the episode versatile sex isn't an option for me anymore but yeah that was the best versatile sex of my life you know who i haven't talked to in so long who The one who who I had had you to own um, at the club. Who? Oh, bitch, he's fuck actually, her. He's actually somebody that I messed around with, but I knew him for years. Like, we had flirted and all that, that stuff, but we had ended up leaving the club one of them nights, and we ended up messing around. And it was amazing, fam. He hit me up, and he was like, I didn't know that your mom died. I'm sorry to hear that. And I said, thank you, but yeah, we were out and like he had really crossed the line. And, you know, we had had a couple of instances in the past where we had kind of bumped heads and the friendship had had, you know, some issues. But that occasion for me, that put me in the position to feel like 
we couldn't continue to be friends beyond that because to me like if you'll jump at me like you want to fight especially over what I consider to be some some stupid shit like yeah there, there's no respect there yeah so, yeah we, we're not friends but yeah I'm glad that you haven't talked to him for a while but um anyway bitch I'm trash but um you were saying oh, and we got <laughs> we got away from it for a while you were saying that you basically like that it wasn't pride but that it was something else that kind of put you in a position to kind of want to like get off the club and that's how Dylan originally came up and then we got sidetracked because I started talking about how I loved him so I wanted to bring that back to the the forefront oh yeah 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 so I just I think I just got to the point where I'm just like dang like we going out all the time like it just got got boring to me like right now I'm more I'm more quick to go to a mixed crowd club or a straight, a predominantly straight crowd. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like the older I get, the more I'd rather be going to like a gathering or a lounge. And I just want to, I just want to chill. I don't really drink like I used to. So that kind of, that kind of plays a part in it. But I think, when I moved back to Wisconsin, I was up and down the highway going back and forth to Chicago because it really wasn't nothing to get into in Beloit. So I'm going back, back and back and forth, back and forth. And I ended up going out one night in Chicago and I got so messed up with my friend Steven. Hey, Steven. What up, Steven? Cute ass. <laughs> and I got so messed up. And the following day, it was his birthday, his birthday month. And I went up there every weekend for him because that's that's my G. And I'm like, it's just a drive, like an hour and 40 minutes away. And he had something planned every every weekend. And I think I missed maybe one weekend because of Jaleesa's birthday. And so we, I had went up there and I had got so messed up. And I was on an antibiotic, y'all. And I'm like, wait a minute, like, <laughs> I'm throwing up, throwing up the antibiotic and everything. So I'm like, yeah, that's probably going to be it for me. So after that, after that happened, I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me. If we're not going to a cute little lounge, then I really ain't, I'm not messed up about going out. Let's have a little gathering and play some cards, you know, get intoxicated. Things like that. What you mm-hmm. going over there? <laughs> sure, nothing. I'm listening to you, bitch. Getting intoxicated and things like that. Yeah. What else? Okay, got it. Yeah, I like to get. I, I sometimes like to get intoxicated. They're same. Remind <laughs> me that. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you know, you know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> At the sea fam. <laughs> Listen. The team, me and Jaleesa had the, we had went to this place. Why is my, my computer screen just did too much. So I, um, when Jaleesa came, we had went to this shop and we had got this tea. And I was like, we got to go get this tea. Like, I keep hearing, hearing about it, so let's go get it. And so went and got it and 
he ended up making a shot of a different type of tea that a lot of people like. So we drinking the tea, and Jaleesa, you know how Jaleesa is. Jaleesa, like, <laughs> but she was drinking it anyways. And so I ended up slamming mine back like it was a shot. It was like a triple shot. And so next thing you know, my tongue started getting numb, and I'm just what are they? Do they call it green tea shot? No, it was I forgot the name of it. It's like foreign. Okay. But it was really, really nice, like getting back home from Wisconsin, and it just like had me cruising, mellowed out. Uh huh. Because that's cute. From the airport, went there, came home, unpacked my stuff, packed another bag, and then drove to um, Orlando. So it had really mellowed me out. And then we had got there and they had said, don't drink no liquor with it. I'm just like, oh, you ain't got to worry about me drinking no liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, I feel good. I ended up having more tea when I got there. And I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't sipping on no twisted tea. Mm-mm. Sipping on some real tea. <laughs> that just made me think about the damn uh, sipping on some scissors. <laughs> sip, sip. <laughs> oh, I love Memphis. Oh. Let me tell y'all. So this we're gonna just call this episode hodgepodge because we talk about everything. Mm-hmm. I used to enjoy. Let me tell y'all. When I first got to Memphis, I first got to Memphis in '99. I was a freshman in high school, and my favorite thing on the whole entire planet was Memphis rap because I came from Florida, where all we knew was Buddha music, which is what we called it at the time. Um, I'm sure other people called it different stuff in different areas, but. I loved Memphis rap with all my heart. Like Chapter Two, World Domination by Three Six Mafia. Okay, this is that the chat. She was a little later, like mm-hmm. the chat. Kind of, I kind of jumped on the chat like as I got toward the end of high school. But yeah, like in the beginning, it was very much like. Three Six Mafia, Gangsta Boo, which you know she was a part, but she had kind of stepped stepped away for a second, and then did you um, like that? Who, yeah, I did. I really, really did. And it used to be they used to do this mix like five o'clock in the evening in traffic, and they used to play all these little <laughs> like I don't even know what you call it. Like Memphis music is different. But I remember, like, you know, bang, 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 ski, 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 bang, 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 ski, ski, ski. <laughs> like, this, this shit was so hard. Like, it would literally take you, like, let you have had, like, a 40-minute drive in traffic. It would literally take you all the way home because they used to, and it would be, like, on a mix. Like, let me bang. Like, just this little dance mix. That shit used to go so hard. And don't let something, like, amazing be that happened in school where, like, a bunch of people passed the statewide test or, like, it wasn't no fights that week or anything. Like, Memphis schools, Memphis City schools used to have a dance for everything, and we would run wild. Like, girls, and I'm talking about, like, 14, 15-year-old girls would be on the floor dancing like they was trying to get pregnant. It probably was. But, yeah. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, it was everything. <coughs> shout, shout out to Memphis for real for real mm, mm, mm. I sure miss it I don't want to go back but I miss it that's how I feel about Jackson fam like I tell everybody like I love even Memphis I love Jackson I love Memphis but I would never live in either one 
I don't feel the same about Jackson. Somebody was asking me, like, did I wish I could go back to the time that we all had? I really enjoyed Jackson because for me, Jackson was the place where I established so many relationships and I just had this big, big, big crew of people in my life. And I loved it in the moment that it was cool. I'll say that knowing who I am now and all of the things that I've learned and all of the mind states that I've been able to overcome and lessons that I've learned and all the ways that I've just improved as far as my life is concerned, I would never want to go back. And realistically speaking, thinking about going back makes me feel like however enjoyable it was during that time with those people, I still was like... I was a nothing ass punk fam. And like legit, that was all I was trying to be. I allowed myself to become comfortable in that space with just coasting through life and just allowing people to take care of me and just bitch out there being a trash box slut. Like I was just out <laughs> there. <laughs> and I, I I definitely feel like there were moments and pieces of it that I enjoy and that I cherish but I'm definitely grateful for the man that I've become and that I don't have to look back on that life now thinking like, damn, I'm still doing the same shit. Damn, I'm still in the same places. Damn, I'm still having the same experiences. Like the amount of growth that I've experienced. Yeah, I wouldn't trade it. Y'all can have that. Okay, it's crazy. (laughs) It's definitely crazy. Y'all can have it. (laughs) For real. Bitch, I'm going to get off of here. Because, <laughs> like, I don't even know how we got here. But I'm so grateful. And I heard you earlier. I didn't I didn't intentionally overlook it when you said, I like the way this is flowing. And I knew you were talking about the conversation and just the podcast episode. Because, like, it's really dope just to get on and talk. Y'all, we sat here <laughs> probably about a good hour prior to the podcast recording. And we were sitting here talking about, like... You know, of course, what we talked about originally, I told you we sat up there for like an hour, like just kind of having a venting session, venting session, because we've both just been dealing with some different things that we wanted to share to one another privately. But also, uh, we were talking about what we were going to talk about. <laughs> like, we had a topic, and then it was like, yeah, I don't know. So, to be perfectly honest, we've had, and I think I've said this before, we've had the schedule slotted for a while. So, like, every week we get to the episode knowing what the topic is scheduled to be the only thing of it is is like so for example today it just felt like it was going to require a lot of intense energy and i think that both of us have been in a place where we've been experiencing so much intense energy from other places we just wanted something that was a little bit more light and kind of carefree and something that we didn't have to feel like we were draining ourselves even more by but um this has definitely been a vibe for me um you know I love you and I love talking to you but like it's dope just thinking back on people that we know listening and laughing to this <laughs> thinking about you know different things that we said throughout the conversation just cause you know it's us and we're a vibe and this allowing ourselves to be authentic and for conversation to flow naturally and not having to feel like we're so scripted or like we have to fit a certain agenda mm. is um, really dope to me it's it's funny. Um, I got my first piece of constructive criticism after last week's episode. Um, somebody texted me and they were like, I didn't like this week's episode. And I was like, why? And they said, y'all didn't stay on topic. And so, you know, starting out in the episode, Sheldon, who was our guest, had made mention on, you know, having 
experienced what he experienced with his disability and how he was kind of concerned about getting back out there with dating and how his friends were trying to encouraging encourage him so i think that maybe dating seemed like it what was the topic of the episode in regard to um last week's episode you know dating having had a disability but realistically it was like just kind of different challenges and how they presented themselves you know having had disabilities um and you know i appreciated the feedback and i, I always appreciate everybody listening whether they like it or whether or not they not whether or not they don't i swear i can speak whether they like it or they don't but it was just interesting to me that that was kind of the takeaway so i did want to touch on that um, I definitely want to say a big, 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 big shout out to everybody that took the time out to wish me a happy birthday on my birthday on 927. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, but I've still been kind of reeling from that great love and energy that y'all gave to me. Um, it's always a blessing to see another, you know, another year around the sun or how, what's that expression people say? Another something around the sun, however that so so goes. But like, I'm just grateful to be here and I'm grateful to still be alive and I'm grateful to still have the opportunity to get up and to do and to be and to experience because I feel like there's more for me here and I want to continue to see it. Like, you know, the devil tried to take a nigga spot, but <laughs> God had other plans. So I'm I'm thankful. I would like to, at this time, allow my best friend, for y'all that don't know, Lonnie is my best friend, but you know, y'all be listening. I already know. It's so funny because I always say, you know, new listeners, we don't really have any new listeners. And if y'all are new, we're grateful that you are here. But I know that a lot of y'all have been here since day one, rocking it out with us. It's so crazy to think that we've gotten this far, that we're in the teens now. In regards to, well, no, we're not in the teens now. We're we're at 12. We'll be in the teens soon. But, you know, we beyond teen. Y'all know what I mean. We're um, there. Yeah. So it's it's crazy to think that, like, we've gotten so far and we've, you know, in every way that we can be, we've been so very consistent. Of course, y'all know we missed a week the other week, but we still here. We rocking it and things happen. But um, we're just grateful to have y'all here and grateful that y'all are continuing to rock with us. Um, I know that sometimes, you know, the conversation might not always be a conversation that you want to hear, but it's nice to know that you still want to come back and listen. So thank y'all for that. I am going to, at this moment, turn the floor over to my best friend who is going to muster up some energy and some ideas and some thoughts from somewhere. If y'all can see his face, y'all would know that he don't necessarily have it off the top right now. <laughs> but he is going to pull something from somewhere in the universe and give y'all a closing because that's how we like to finish around here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So what what I'm going to say is we in October, y'all. So we got less than, what, three months left. Less than three months left. Write y'all's goals down and really focus on them goals so that we can all elevate and grow together. Like Amen. if you if you feel like feel like you need some peace in your life, check out um this four second four second inhale, four second exhale. I gotta find the girl. Are you so let me ask you, are you are you inhaling for four seconds, holding it for four seconds, exhaling for four seconds, and holding it for four seconds? So you take a deep breath in as you're breathing in. 
you're breathing in for four seconds. Okay, because that's what I was trying to see. Because I would say it sounds like square breathing. Because square breathing is essentially breathe two, three, four, hold two, three, four, out two, three, four, hold two, three, four, and then doing it in rotation. It's called the Meditation Mixtape, and her name is Shala Marie. Spell it, boo. It's S H E L A H. Marie is M A R I E. And it's okay. mixtape. That was for y'all and for me because I'm looking it up and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna get Shala Marie at all. Oh, I could I could have sent it to you. <laughs> it's all good. That we all know. But it, it's <laughs> oh, like everything in it is good. Another girl I came across who I really like is um her name is Queen Herbie. Oh, and the white girl? Mm-hmm. I like her. Let me tell you, so she used to be in a group with her, I don't know if they're married or if they were just a long time in a relationship. I think it was her husband, fam, but they were in a group. I cannot think of the name of it for the life of me right now, but it was her and him. And she started off like rapping to like Busta Rhyme raps and then come to find out she could really, really sing too. And, like, they used to do pop music. And then all of a sudden, I guess she decided that she wanted to switch up and, you know, be at the forefront. And now she's, like, a little, I don't know, rap, hip-hop, singing diva. I don't know. It's a it's a vibe. It's cute for her. But it's very different from how they started. Because they used to do, like, I won't say bubblegum pop music, but it was definitely pop. That was their lane. But, yeah, that's what's up. Queen Herbie is definitely a vibe. She's I- dope like her yeah but we thank y'all for listening and joining us and sitting up here with us for this hour and some minutes because yeah we had got to go on and we act like we didn't know where we was or what was going on baby damn they forgot about a podcast but we love y'all um if you need to know where to find us how to reach us i'll list all of that in the description of this episode as always we love you no matter what and Hope y'all have a great rest of the weekend and an incredible weekend. Until next time. Yes, y'all be blessed.